welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley McRobert. This is a podcast all about reality television. And our lives. Uh, And to decode what Ashley just said, and our lives. Folks, before we get into the podcast, please rate this podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app. It helps us out. It gets visibility for us, and it's free to do, and we love when you do it. It makes us feel so good, especially when you write such a sweet review about how cool we are. I gotta say, I've been reading these reviews, and they are warming my heart. Um, Thank you for your thoughtful notes, y'all. It's really, really sweet, and it's making my day. For real, for real. Um, So I know, like, uh, the last episode we posted, or our last Monday episode we posted, it was uh, pre-finale thoughts about Temptation Island Season (laughs) 2. So uh, So we got ready to watch the finale. Yeah, totally not the finale this week. It was just, like, some, like, overnight dates. Not even finale part one. They stretched out these overnight dates, like, for an hour long, and it was, like... Not that riveting. Um, I have a theory that shit got boring pretty quick in that Temptation Island house. Uh, I mean, we, we, do you want to talk about Temptation Island no, now? No, not yet. Not yet. We'll save it for the reality television S- portion. Well, no. I think what we're actually going to do, not to like start producing on air, but I wow. think what we're going to do is save it for the next couple of weeks, and okay. then we're going to talk a lot more about Temptation Island season two when it fully wraps up. Because we've already given our theories on who's going to stay together and who's not. Has that changed? We've talked so much. I don't even know if it's changed. We talked so much much thinking that the finale was coming we thought that final bonfire was coming folks and this really this really speaks to the idea of reading your tv guide you know all we had to do was look it up we were just going on a whim we were going on a feeling and a whim if there's anything we can recommend folks it's never go on a whim all right just don't do it don't trust your gut all right don't even use your brain just look at things find things out another thing that we did was we watched um the premiere two-hour premiere of x on the peak it's actually called x on the beach love on the what's it called x on the beach love on the peak x on the beach love on the peak we watched a two-hour premiere of that we will be talking about that later in the episode totally um we have sort of we we promised all the blowhards out there on our thursday episode of course you guys probably i know every single one of you definitely listens also to our challenge recaps you know you listen to challenge recaps even but if do you, you don't watch the challenge episode? are you listening to this that's the question uh recap people if you found us through recaps and you stuck with us and joined us for the monday episode that's a great thing to put in your uh, itunes and review. some have and we appreciate yes, it we love it um but yes as ashley was alluding to we had um, our own final that we uh, completed uh, the past weekend. And uh, boy, oh it's, boy. It's been a really tough week for us. <laughs> we had puzzles. There were like, uh, it felt like there was a 16-mile marathon, yeah. half marathon going I on. I begged Teej for a break. Yeah, it was a uh, while. But basically what happened is uh, Ashley and I decided to change our entire apartment around in like one day. We needed, we have desperately needed to upgrade our lives for, I don't know, the past four years. I would say six to seven. Guys, do you, are you there? Are you home and you're thinking like, Man, if I just got rid of like some of this crap, I made, I bought a couch I can actually sit on with my loved one. I might, my whole mentality might shift for the better. Do you have that thought? Because we do. We definitely did. It was a thought that we had, but did not act on for about five years. Yeah, we kept bringing it up, um, being like, yeah, we're definitely going to do that one day. Have we spoken about our old couch at all, Ash, on this? I don't think so. Well, tell us the history of the couch that we've been podcasting from for the past two, two and a half years. So I will say that when I first moved in, as far as sitting arrangements go, we had a metal folding chair and a metal stool. And we had those for about two years. And then sometimes when people would come over, um, they would sit on the floor or... Or, I don't... or they could sit on the metal folding chair or the metal stool if one of us didn't yeah. sit on the metal folding chair or the metal stool. What I'm saying is that there were options. And then about two years of living like that, we were like, we need to get a couch. And so I put a, out a call to action. I um, I went far and wide on the corners of Facebook asking people if they had a couch that they're getting rid of or know of a cheap way to buy a couch. You know, um, I think what was actually happening, it, it is all that is true, but I think you were the one that would put the call to action out, but I was the catalyst for these things because you can lounge on the bed. Like, you have, like, a very, like, 
I'm in my 13 year old bedroom. I got my journals, my markers. I'm spread out with my cat. I, I mean, the cat was to, a later addition, but still. I love to read in the bed. I right. love to write in the bed. We have two husbands, so I'll just prop my little booty up yeah. and read. So, but me, I'm like deathly afraid of the bed. Like, I don't like to sleep. Yeah. When I as wake up. As soon as up, you get in the bed, you're like, it's trying to make me yeah, sleep. Yeah. It's like, I just don't like to be near it unless I'm sleeping. And I put off sleep till I have my own, you know, neurosis. You wanted a way to hang out. And I get it. And I get it. So I put out a call to action so i i asked for this couch and you're like fine so you put the call to action out we get this couch okay actually no. f- go for it well we get this couch i mean i that's like a little you know this guy contacted me that i hadn't talked to in like four years and was like hey my play just wrapped up and we've been using this couch as a prop for the past six months hey man i've been doing uh a off 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 broadway uh version of um hair and uh, a bunch of naked uh uh, actors, out of work actors, have been sitting on this IKEA couch for well, the past. Well, we don't really know the full story of how many naked people were on the couch. We just do. We do know that it was used in a play for a while. It was very nice of this guy to contact me and tell me that I could take his couch and that I could pick it up um, and just take it away with no, pay, no, didn't have to pay him anything. I should have said something when you said it was coming from from some sort of a play, from some sort of experimental theater. Listen, I ex- experimental theory at that because. Because I was uh, involved in drama when I was in high school, okay? And I know the dirty shenanigans that would happen on the couch, the prop couches. In People the rubbing on them. People rubbing on People them. People making and that, out. And folks, we were just doing grease. You know what I mean? You know, th- this was not experimental theater, folks. Okay? If you're talking about experimental theater, what, what's happening on the stage is pornographic sometimes in experimental theater. Who knows what the hell's going on backstage on this Ikea couch? Anyway, cut to that couch is in our house for about five years. There's like... It's broken. There seems to be a missing piece to our couch. It's broken. It's kind of stained. You know when you like sit on a couch and like right where you sit, how there's supposed to be some sort of support so you can lean back and feel like you're sitting on a couch? Well, that where you sat, that beam or whatever, that was just that's just gone. It's just yeah, not there's, there. There's no beam, and it's a sofa, so you can't really get comfy with. I mean, it's a love seat. Yeah, it's a love seat. Anyway, we got a new freaking. All of this to say, we got a new. We just pulled the trigger on this new couch because we've been talking about getting a new couch for forever. And then we were at um, Nick's mom's house for Thanksgiving, and she was like, "Okay, I'll get you guys a couch." We're like, "Yes." Yeah, it's Black Friday. We're gonna participate in it. Early Christmas. Yeah. Um, so we, she buys us, uh, Ashley picks out the couch, uh, to be fair. Um, and she buys us something that is, looks to be a gorgeous couch. Um, and folks, we're sitting on it right now. Okay. Spoiler alert. It's here and it's a goddamn gorgeous couch. It's amazing. Y'all it's green velvet. Yeah, Loving our couch right now. It's changed it, our lives. It completely. really has. Um, the only thing is the, the delivery date of that couch t- had happened to be the same goddamn day and time that Ashley had unbeknownst to me even though she had told me later this is all by the way everything that i do is because nick asked me to do it he's about to tell you something and complain about that i did I'm not it complain about this at all okay no it's great it's okay. one of the best things to ever happening but it, it was but you were of, complaining about it day of it of course we, I, yeah i think i had the right to i mean it was wild anyway ashley got a a, a very special treat for us which was a cleaning woman came over and deep cleaned our house. And she did this because uh, a myriad of things, but mostly because our whole lives are cluttered and we needed a deep cleaning. And we've been actually doing really good. We've been taking stuff to Goodwill. Nick and I are like on a self-improvement kick the past few months. You know, we got engaged and so now we have to grow up. Yeah, it turns out now we have to be adults, (laughs) which I'm just not interested in at the moment. And so we've been taking, we've been doing trips to Goodwill. We've been decluttering bookshelves. We've been donating things and giving things to friends and 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 believe it or not nick has actually got me to throw some things away um but right now like i'm looking over at the door we've got a box of electronics to donate and a box of books so we've been doing a lot of decluttering and we were going to get this couch and i also had book club on sunday once a year i host book club because every month the person who picks the book hosts it and there are 12 people in our club so this was my year i mean my month and i was like i want to get a deep cleaning of the apartment nick and i have dabbled in a house cleaner we've gotten we, we we've had one come once or twice in the six years we've lived here and um i i have i don't know i just i have a lot of guilt around hiring a house cleaner i feel 
you know, maybe it's like uh, gender guilt that I'm like, as the woman of the house, I should be cleaning. I don't know. I feel guilty about it. So I did a lot of research and I found this company that employs um, like entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial women and they pay them. They get 90% of the cost. So it's like you're basically, the company's basically getting nothing. I just don't want anyone to be exploited is what I'm trying to say. So I found this company where they pay the person who cleans it almost everything. Um, it, they just take like a tiny fee for setting it up and going through all the the business side of it all. And, uh, okay, so we have, we have this woman is coming over uh, between 12 and we don't know when. Now, just, we just know she's coming at 12. Now, here's the thing. On the Thursday. De- the delivery is between, like, 2 and 6 or something for our catch. We're like, okay, well, they probably won't run into one another. Because like. when a housekeeper keeper has come in the past, the one lady who came twice, she stayed for about two hours. Yeah. She and vacuumed, she a little dusted a little bit. Plus, it's not going to be a big deal, Ash, because we we bought uh, a couch from a place called Wayfair where they specialize in couches for, like, apartments So because you put them together in your apartment since it's so tricky to get. Now, you kept past. saying that. I don't know if that's true. But oh, you read that on the website? Totally, okay. yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, um, you assemble a couch, and it's it's great. You know, it's, uh, it's a fantastic situation when you have such narrow uh, walls, you know, because it's very tricky to get wide things into, a uh, a Brooklyn apartment um and really I can't stress enough like imagine an apartment that's just too narrow that is our apartment we live in a railroad <laughs> look it up it's just so narrow the feng shui is all off it's all off so um cut to the day of uh our cleaning woman comes about 10 of noon great she, I'm late because I'm in a commercial audition Ashley's callback at a, at a dreaded commercial audition and I'm um, at a callback so it's like a room of eight people staring at me asking me questions about like how much I care about their product meanwhile Nick is texting me like cleaning lady just arrived yeah. Uh, I'm I'm here. I let the wonderful Angelica in, um, and she gets going. I show her where all the stuff is. I have to let her know that hey, listen, Angelica, when you use the vacuum, <laughs> make sure you turn off all the lights except for the one light you need to see, uh, because we I think have um just one line of electricity running through this entire building. All we know is that if the vacuum and a hair dryer or a vacuum and the microwave or the vacuum and all the house lights are on, if those things happen, you know, pop that electricity, baby. And I have to go down to the rat basement. Excuse me. I'll have to go because Ashley's gone. Usually I cry until Ashley goes down. There I'm usually the it. one to go. But I if I wasn't in it. the house, Nick would have to do it. Ashley's so he- one with animals, you know. Um, if Ashley was in the house at the time, I probably wouldn't even have wasted my breath telling Angelica. I would have been just like, eh, if it happens, Ashley will go down there. But I had to let her know, please, please, Angelica, turn all the lights off. Anyway, she sort of understands what I'm saying. And then uh, she gets going. Um, Ashley comes home about one o'clock. She's really going. We don't have the couch here yet. All of a sudden we get a buzz, uh, around, I guess around three. Angelica is still here. The couch is here. Okay. So they're going to cross paths. It's okay. Cause it's just a box. We're going to bring it in. I go outside to check to see when they deliver this box. This box is seven feet tall, four no, feet wide. No, uh, uh, back it up. You're what? getting coffee when this happens, babe. Right. right. Yeah, well, I was just going to spare them that detail. But I. I have them move the couch all the way upstairs. I think that if you were here, they would have just left it in the lobby because it was like two dudes. And then they looked at me and they were like, oh, what floor are you on? Like they were kind of like looking like. Well, thank God. Yeah. So I think that that worked out. And they were like kind of pissed that I was just like a little lady who's like, can you take it to the third floor? Well, you tipped them. So I did tip them. But they left it. We didn't want. There's no way that they could move the couch into the house while Angelica's here because all of all of her cleaning supplies are out. All over the place. Our cat is hiding because the dreaded vacuum cleaner has come out. Her she worst still hates enemy. Us. She still hates us because of it. Um, and uh, yeah, so this couch doesn't, it looks a little bigger than a couch that you just assemble, but I figure I'm going to be able to pull pieces out one by one. It's going to be okay. Um, anyway, so Angelica got here, uh, just a, a quick uh, reminder, at 1150. Uh, Ashley and I were eating sandwiches and drinking red wine in our back room. Hiding. Stressing out. <laughs> Mm, quarter to 9 p.m. Yeah. This woman was here for nine hours. Realizing we couldn't record our couldn't recap. Couldn't record our recap. Because the, the vacuum kept turning the on. The vacuum kept turning on. I was like, are we going to go in our car and be those yeah. freaks who are like talking on a microphone on like a busy Brooklyn street? Or are we going like to be like, a- Angelica, I'm so sorry. Is there any way that you could just shut up while we leave, record our Please, podcast? Angelica, could yeah. you get out of our... Are you, do you live here now? <laughs> like, what's happening? Why are you nine here? Nine hours. 
you know, to Angelica's credit, okay, she leaves. Um, she's wonderful. The woman's worked up a sweat. She had to, like, change clothes. Like, it was crazy. I mean, it's our fault. Our place is a fucking madhouse. And thanks to her, it's way less madhousey. She deep cleaned the shit out of this place, It's folks. never been this clean. Thank God for Angelica. She yeah. did so good, and it was amazing. And 30% it was a, tip. It was a dream. Um, but, you know, is our night over? I don't know. Well, we have to keep podcasting. So we, we paid Angelica to leave our home. She finally does. She gathers all her stuff. She goes home. Now it's like, well, you know what? We should probably take the couch inside from the hallway because we don't want it to like obstruct the walking of the people who live on our floor. So we decide to go outside and attack that. And that's when we realize that our couch is bigger than our apartment. It's I'm, not going to get in. Folks, it's seven feet tall. It's, and like it's four heavy. feet wide. It's heavy And I got as little hell. noodle arms. Ashley has arms like veal. Like, Ashley just has not a bone. And she don't, I don't know, not, let alone muscles. I'm not too sure if there are bones in her arms. There's no structure there. Remember when sure. we were kids, we used to eat string cheese? Okay, smash a few of those up. That's Ashley's left arm, all right? Basically. She, 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 she really has no, and that's why I but love But you know her. what I got? You know what I got, y'all? I got brains, and that's why I'm winning this challenge, okay? That's why I'm taking it home for our team. So uh, we decide that we're going to try to tip it over and drag it in. We realize that the angle of our door frame just is just too narrow. Yeah, for it's this like thing. half an inch too narrow. We're like hitting, like we're pulling it in halfway, and we're hitting like an old landline like box that was here from many whiffins ago yeah which by the way we should put a freaking landline in there you know they don't install landlines anymore like the bell the phone company will not come to your house and install a new landline but if you have one there you can turn it on i mean do you really want that i, I think mean that's i guess cool we, as hell let's we do should it. start some sort of hotline <gasps> we should have a reality blows hotline with a voicemail machine hotline. sure yeah okay that's, that's what we're idea. gonna do guys okay there you go um, so we finally uh, pushed in. We realized it's not going to work. And then uh, we realized that we have to get this thing higher than the landline box. It's got to be lifted up and it's got to be carried. Okay. It's got to be lifted up and carried. I can't do that. I can't prolong lift and carry from my end because of, once again, my noodle arms. So we're like, what are we going to do? I'm like, should I call Julia? You guys know Julia from Southern Charm yeah. Recap. She lives down the street. Finally, I'm like, oh my God, what if we, if I, I, I can lift it up for a second. I just can't lift and carry. I'm like, what if I lift it up and put it on a stool and then we scoot it in? And by God, it works, y'all. And folks, at this point, that's when we realized this felt like we were running the final. Yeah, that's, And this was our puzzle. <laughs> yep. And we got past the checkpoint. Yeah. I mean, it was wild. Um, and so then we came in hot and we recorded a recap. And we were, we were really, I think, I listened to that recap and we were going back and forth. We seemed fired up. We had up. drank two bottles of wine at that point. Yeah, that <laughs> had something to do with it <laughs> so just if you know here's a little tidbit uh that's what's fun about the monday shows you get little tidbits about the recaps you get some behind the scenes we might have been a little drunk um a little drunk a little sweaty uh, so we get this thing in and now it just sits in our, um, our hallway of our apartment for about a day. And that's when we realize that we have to play like a Tetris slash Frogger slash musical of, chairs <laughs> of how do we get this big couch into a room that already has a couch without getting that couch out. And, and also we have to get it past a bed. And that <laughs> other, that first couch is half the size of the new couch. We live in a railroad, okay? So here's how it goes. If we're talking about the back of the apartment, all right? So the back of the apartment is what we use for storage, but it, it will be our podcasting slash our office. Office okay? at That's some point. That's and it's also going to be like our cool, like minimalistic room. We're yeah. going to start with that room. We have big plans for big that Big plans. So, so it's think about it in a line, okay? So you have like our back room, which is our office. Then you have our kitchen. You walk from that room into another room, which is our kitchen. Then then you walk into a hallway. Off the hallway is a bathroom. Okay? Long hall. It's the only room that's not like completely connected to another room. It's kind of an offshoot is our bathroom. Everything else is in a line. So you have your back room, which is the office, the kitchen, the hallway, which leads into our new living room, which was our bedroom. And, and then back like into our new, our, our new bedroom, which was our living room. It's all in a line. So it's like you can't just be like, oh, I'll just take it through this room and I'll go around that way because I don't want. If you're going to the back of the room, you have to hurdle every single other room and object we own yeah. in this apartment. You have to walk through the rooms. Um, it's interesting because we couldn't really figure out how we were going to do this. Um, we were, we really, 
at some point, right before Angelica left, we and and we didn't we kind of glossed over this. Could not be more exasperated and freaked out around eight p.m. on Thursday because we never drop the recap late. I mean, we got up at 7 a.m. in Disney World to record the recap. We got recap. up at 6 a.m. We got up at 6 a.m. in Disney World yeah. to record the recap. So dropping the recap late, that is a very big deal for us. We're both very stressed out at this point on Thursday, and we don't know how we're going to rearrange the rooms. The couch is way bigger than we expected. We visualized in our mind what 88 inches was, and it was not this big. Right, so I, I forgot to mention this. Also, like when we were in the hallway before, before Ashley had the brilliant idea of getting the stool, I was like, all right, the only way we could do this, we have to rip the box open and just take the pieces out. And that's when we ripped the box open and realized there were no pieces. It was just a full couch. couch. (laughs) I was like, fuck, man. Why was I... I don't know. I was totally convinced that this was a piece by piece situation. Yeah. And it was not. So it's like we this is all or nothing. This thing fits or it doesn't. Like So we didn't know how we were going what we were going to do with the rooms. Like what like Nick said getting the old couch over the bed, we're moving the new couch over the bed. It just was chaos. I I think um before Angelica left when I went out to get those two bottles of wine, I called my mom. And I was like, I don't know what to do. You know, are there any adults listening to the podcast who call their mom about moving their bed around? Is that a thing or is that just me? Because Nick was like, don't call your mom. We're going to figure this out. And um, I yeah, called her she's anyway. Just, she's never been here before. So, like, how could she give us advice? I don't know. We just described the whole apartment on this podcast. It That's gives true. people a pretty good idea that of what it true. looks like. Um, so we eventually realized that we have to pull a bunch of stuff out. We, we've decided that we are going to drastically flip all the rooms. Um, you know, long story kind of long anyway. Uh, we did it. Okay. You we, guys, we did it. We accomplished it. And we have like, um, a, a new, feel like I have a new lease on life. It's incredible. We are in our new living room, which used to be our old bedroom. We spent all day Saturday moving these things around. Just Nick and I, we moved the bed into the old living room, which is now truly a bedroom right it feels like these two rooms that was a bedroom and then this was a living room all along and we just exposed their true nature and um yeah i had book club here on sunday everyone complimented the couch it was it feels like a home and we're not done because we got to tackle that back room and we got some stuff to get rid of mainly clothes on my part um, Close on Ashley's part. We both have books to get rid of. We have a nice bookshelf that is just cluttered with stuff. So last night I forced Ashley to go through and make the hard choices of which book she does not want and which book she does. And I'll tell you, Ashley comes up with any reason whatsoever to keep a book. Sentimental. Yeah, whether they're my or favorite not, possessions. An, or it's an important text of some sort. You know, oh, that's a self-help book I was I need, you know, these I'm things. I'm looking over there. There's some things I can't get rid of in the, that pile. The amount of things that she's look at that she grabs, uh, that I grab off the bookshelf and I go, can we get rid of this? And she's like, I know the author. Like, I'm, I'm like, oh, do you, Ash? Um, I'm starting to think she's lying to me a little bit. But we are making hard choices. It's all good. Um, and folks, you know what? Uh, thank you for listening to us. We needed to yeah, vent. Yeah, we really needed to vent. We really and needed to tell somebody we needed, about this. <laughs> there's one person out there. There. And I know this for a fact, who was like, man, why is this recap so late? What could have possibly happened? And now you know the whole story. And for everyone else that tuned out about five minutes yeah. in, well, thank you for that five-star review. Folks, it's the holidays, <laughs> all right? It's the holidays, and we're going to pick it up in a couple of weeks, I promise. Also, before we get into our reality uh, television chat, I just want to say, which one of y'all signed us up for the Betty Crocker emails? Yo, for real. We know we have a lot of moms who listen to this, so it sort of makes sense. Somebody signed us up on the Reality Blows uh, Gmail, which is realityblowspodcast at gmail.com, for Betty Crocker emails. We didn't do it. We don't use that email for anything except for correspondence with folks like you and also some podcast clerical business. That's it. All of a sudden, we started to get a daily emailer from Betty Crocker telling us Never what recipes Never got an email from Betty Crocker in my life. What's going on, folks? Y'all, y'all wanted to get a free coupon, but you didn't <laughs> want to sign your own emails up? Is that what happened? Listen, it's made us laugh a few times, okay? So we appreciate it, but also, what the F? Yeah, who um, did it? Who did it, folks? <laughs> just if, if you fess up and did it, we'll send you a prize. We promise, yeah. okay? Just tell us who it was, all right? Uh, seriously. Um, all right, folks. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk all about X on the Beach, Love on the Peak. Stick around. Peak of love. Whatever. 
folks, we are back. It is X on the Beach Peak of Love. That's right. And I have to say, I was very, very excited for this just based off trailers alone, um, mainly because I, I saw Laurel, you know, I saw a flash of Laurel in the trailers from the challenge. Are you going to jump into how you feel about Laurel no, before we even no, begin to talk no, about I'm the gonna episode? I'm going to say this as, as far as like how I was feeling about this show. Like I was only interested in this show based on Nicole and Laurel on this show. Yeah, same. I am not the biggest X on the Beach fan. We um, Season three burned We bailed. Us. We bailed yeah. like midway through season three. Season three um, hurt because I wanted to keep watching it, but it was... We had a. It was too hard. We had Devin and Marie on the show, and it still wasn't enough for us to want to continue watching the show. I I find that this show boring to to an extent. um, Yeah, pointless to an extent. Um, But. I was like, okay, this isn't on a beach. It's new deals. Also, Laurel is going to be on the show. It's like, what? Laurel outside of the challenge? I need to see this. So I was anticipating this quite a bit. I want to see another side of Laurel. You're right. It is boring because they don't do challenges. They're not doing anything. They expect to see these exes pretty much. Even on Are You the One, they're like, they're doing like activities. Like they have like, um, like this, which, uh, which one of the people in the house said this i only change my underwear once a week you know to win a date yeah i would say that are you the one is more exciting than x on the beach based on the fact that these the element of these dummies on are you the one really think that they're gonna find true love in this house and so they let themselves fall completely for somebody and then that somebody cheats on them which is exciting in this house right i just like watch drunk people trying to do math it's fun but it's but on X on the Beach, I think the issue is the fact that their guards are up so much, and there is this odd, like, th- idea that they're there. It's kind of like the Temptation Island thing. Like, they're there to help themselves yeah. in some way. Like, you need to figure out what's going on with your ex, okay? Is there love there? And so they, it's like there's this self helpness to it that tries to pull it out of the trash can when it's just like be in the trash can. Yeah. You know, and I think like, we're, you know, that's the difference between like uh, something like a Love Island versus something like an X on the Beach in America is that they try to make it seem like we're helping these people right. when it's like we're not watching these people to get help. These people are messy. We want to see them get messy. I don't want to see them like really give it a go with an X and like corner off and have some sort of love. You're lying to us. That's not what this show is. This is this show is for trash. Let it be trash. Yeah. Okay. And I kind of feel like where these people think that they have to like, okay, like my ex is here. I'm just trying to fit. It makes it boring for me. It's not messy enough. It's not. And I feel like that was the main problem with season three. I feel like season three was really trying to do like that. Look deep in yourself and find out is the ex possibly the one that got away. And it was like, you got to focus on the drama with this show. Is that called a false conceit? Um, I don't know, but that sounds so good. Okay, because like uh, this is like something I'm gonna call it a false conceit. Because yeah. this is something, and I'm sure I've mentioned this on on this show before. But this is what got me out of the the franchise Bad Girls Club. There, there started to become this false conceit after like a few really brutal seasons of like fighting, like physical fighting, of that these bad girls are in this house to help themselves, right. and that once a week a therapist is gonna come over. And talk to them about their problems. And it's like you're here to help yourself. When the first six, seven seasons, you were here to fight the other women. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, who could stay in the house longest? There became a game within the game. Like, it was a lot of fun. As soon as they brought this therapist in and there was this false conceit of this being a self-help show, it became boring. And that's what I kind of feel like happened between seasons one and two or two and three of X on the Beach US. Yeah, I agree with that. So we got X on the beach, love on the peak or peak of love here. And I'm going, ah, do I want to watch this? Ashley's excited by it. I find out. I, I knew Nicole was going to be on I'm the show. Only... I did not know if Laurel was. And Ashley was like, oh, no, Laurel's on this show. And I'm like, Laurel's on this show? Let's watch it. I'm only excited because Laurel's on the show. And if you guys don't watch the challenge with us, Laurel is from the challenge. Nicole is from the challenge. And uh, and real world. And and real world. She was on Skeletons with Tony. And so, right? they, yeah, yeah. So they are, um, you know, they're close to our hearts. Um, and Jemmy's on there. I don't know for sure, but I saw like her in the trailer. So. so there's some people that we really want to watch, we really want to see, and luckily 
this first two episodes focus on the people that we actually want to see. And these so. first two episodes felt fresh. They felt exciting. Um, it was a two-hour premiere. The people they introduced us to that I didn't know were pretty much um, runaway hits. I, I haven't... There was no one that I thought was like, oh, that person's a dud. In fact, they already have me loving a couple of personalities that I had never seen before um, because I just don't watch some shows. I don't watch Drag Race, you know, unfortunately. I should, but that, that feels like you, you know, showing up somewhere and they're like, well, you have to eat this whole buffet now. And you're like, but I just had dinner. That's what Drag Race feels like because there's so much to catch up on. So do you want to go through just the cast? Yeah, I'll go through the cast and you guys get, do, do you guys understand i'm just going to tell you the basic idea of the show okay you get these people who are told they're going on a dating show okay so they're like going on a dating show these singles show up at the dating show then they find out hey this isn't just a regular dating show this is x on the beach your exes are coming into the house while you're trying to find love and they're here to kind of either you rekindle what you got expose you for who you are or i don't know just kind of leave you alone as it as what happened a lot in season three it felt like so this is fun because this episode opens up with people being like what kind of dating show is this i don't know i just heard it was a dating show but it's definitely not x on the beach because look around we're not on a beach we're on a mountain and it's snowing <laughs> yeah and then freaking romeo shows up and fur and he seems, I don't know, is this the best Romeo we've ever had? He seemed, like, enthused to be there. He definitely seemed like he was the most in charge. And, like, um, it, and like he finally has, like, fit into this role. Like, this is his show. Yeah, and I think maybe wearing fur, like, I'm personally against it. But it seemed to be, like, he felt like he was in his element. Like, usually Romeo kind of comes out on the beach and he looks like he's kind of hot and he doesn't want to be there. But this, he was, like, smiling. He was excited that... Everyone was so surprised that this was X on the beach. Because once again, they're not on a beach. Do you believe them, Nick, that they didn't know what they were going to be on? I sort of do. I think that they all think they're on X on the beach. And they know that there's going to be some sort of a twist. And they're just... I, I take it at face value. Because honestly, like when they see Romeo show up, uh, they they really do kind of seem to be like oh fuck we're yeah on it. okay you're right we are on it like yeah. it's like clearly in the back of their heads but like they're they're like keep holding on to the idea like this is a different show yeah like, maybe not yeah maybe not maybe we'll know. be okay okay so I'm just gonna kick it off with my favorite person I was introduced to on this show and they're called Adore Delano the and I'll give you their little bio um, the 30 year old whose real name is Danny Noriega is from West Hollywood and appeared on RuPaul's Drag Race and American Idol. Now the reality star has quite the following. Just a casual 1.9 million followers on Instagram. I found Adore to be give us the best interviews, to be the most compelling, and I'm excited to get to know this person. Um, what did you think? Funny. Um, seems like... Uh immediately like in charge of the show yeah seemed like the, the voice star, of the show you know um i would say there's a couple people who felt that way but uh definitely uh adore slash danny um like just had the best interviews just immediately knew Seemed how to do honest. television yes you know? knew how to do television um i you know i don't watch drag race either i i assume this person was a star on that show must have been maybe not i mean mtv sometimes gets some I mean, they have, like, some people who are, like, just, like, on The Bachelorette. Who, yeah. Like, wasn't cho chosen. Like, that's not necessarily, like, a star. I don't know if this person's bigger or than that, but their personality is. Yeah, big fan of Adore. Ne next up is Daniel McGuire. The Canadian cutie, 26, competed for JoJo Fletcher's heart on The Bachelorette and then appeared on Bachelor in Paradise. Eight shows in three years. Top that. He captioned a photo of himself on set via Instagram. We hope he finally finds love. This guy is a shit starter. And he's like a goofball or something. Like he came into the house with like no shirt on and suspenders. And he's like, I I I'm just like a Canadian goofball. 
And then he just started shit. Like this guy, one of the guys in the house, um, their ex, one of the singles' exes came back like halfway through, and we learned that he had cheated on this ex. And this guy, Ryan, Daniel, was just like, "Why? Why did he cheat on you?" Like in front of everybody. And the guy was like, "Hey, come on, did don't he say do sorry? that." Don't do that. He's like, but why did you cheat on her? I mean, we should find out. Like, you know, that's what this show's all about and whatever. And they got in a huge fight with the guy. His name is Callum. And yeah. I, I'll give you his bio. Um, he's like a British guy. His name is Callum. He's 24 years old. He hails from Manchester, UK. His last name is Izzard. He's dabbled in modeling. Good to know. And he was on um, Ibiza Weekender. Ibiza that was, Weekender. That was his show. <laughs> which is a British reality show. We see a clip of it. It looks like every other it looks to me like like van like vanderpump rules but in a like in england i love that british reality um, shows are just like uh a, a vacation destination plus like um you know you know i don't know what i'm trying to say geordie shore abiza weekender to me abiza weekender is the most british sounding reality show ever like, yeah Neither of those things are things that we say here in the States, but uh, we don't go to Ibiza and we never use the term weekender. Like, you know, unless we're talking about like a bag or something, my weekender. That's like a fashionista thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so we- weekender is just like a weekend trip, right? Right. Like that's like when they say they're on holiday. Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck is that? I go on vacation, dog. So. Callum's ex, her name was Megan. She came into the house and... Is it Callum? Callum. that's how I would say that name, Callum. Callum's ex came into the... Um, his ex, Megan, came into the house while he was already starting up a little love affair with this British lady named Georgia. And so this Megan... By the way, I have no more room for British Georgias on reality TV. It is weird that MTV has introduced us to, I would say, five British reality... Five female British reality stars. And two of them are named Georgia. What's up with that? Y'all ain't got no more names? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't got no more names? Um... How would you say his name? Callum? Callum. Callum. And, um, okay, so Callum is, like, freaking out, right? Because he's, like, he's hitting it off with Georgia. And then his ex, Megan, comes, who he clearly doesn't like, and he ghosted. And she's all like, why did you ghost me? He cheated on me, and then he turned off his phone. And, like, she's, like, going around doing all that. And Daniel... This little guy from freaking Bachelor in Paradise is loving it. And so he is like, he's stoking, stroking the flames. And then so. He's definitely stoking the flames. He's stoking the flames. He's not stroking those flames. What is he doing? He's stoking. He's stoking them. What did I say? You said stoking. Then you corrected yourself and said stroking. (laughs) (laughs) He's stoking the flames. Colin wants him to stop. Goes over there, confronts him. They get back and forth where Callum keeps calling him dad. What's my dad doing here? I guess because the age difference is, um, he's saying, oh, Daniel's saying he's 26, and Callum is saying he's 24. Daniel's not 26. Daniel huh? looks older than 26. I think the dad comment was more of like, are you trying to be a dad right now? Like, get oh. involved in my relationship? Like, okay, dad, thanks. Like, it was I kind thought of it like was that. because of his age, because he looks like he 35. He does look older. Yes, he does. So it could be a little like column A, column B. Could be just column A and just column B. Who knows? And then Daniel starts calling out column's teeth. That was so really. Callum's got, got like big fake veneers. Or big whatever. old fake veneers. Like, like chompers. Like chompers. Um, it's a British thing. It's yeah. a British thing it's because British I thing. see this is I see a lot of dudes on these reality shows, um, these pretty boy dudes with like a lot of tattoos, and they get these fake teeth. It's a thing like that. I guess I, I hadn't thought of it right now, but I guess you know there is a you know a, a, a wicked uh, little uh, um, thing that we say about British people as their teeth are bad. Like yeah. that's definitely a thing that's like people say. Yeah, I definitely don't say it, you know. But Austin Powers makes that joke, right. all that stuff. So um, it's implanted in the in the zeitgeist. Yes, and so I'm guessing maybe when you get a little bit of money. You, you go immediately uh, and fix those those chompers because yeah. you see it a lot. Uh, Kyle of the challenge has big old chompers. Yeah, like, you know, 
it's these guys, these Jordy Shore, Abiza Weekender guys with these big, and they're like pearly. Like, yeah, wow, they're, they're too pearly. white. Yeah, they're crazy it's looking. It's like, it's too bright, too it's, much teeth. It's crazy. It's cra- They look almost like infrared. Yeah. Like they're crazy looking. Um, so that was fun when he called him out on his yeah, teeth. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to knock your big fake teeth down your throat. It got really kind of crazy. And then the, the two women broke it up. Um, uh, I believe Georgia and then somebody else. But yeah, so it didn't get, well, we got a little bit of, there's some, there's some flames to stroke between the two of them and and uh, we'll be keeping an eye on uh, what is it daniel and mm-hmm. uh, and callum yeah you know, they seem they seem to not like each other do you think it's because no one is talking to daniel in the house yes. like on that and he's yes. just kind of like or is he just like i know how to stay on reality tv and that's to start, i think it's both start bullshit i think it's both yeah okay i think that we should get to the main event yeah let's go for it which is nicole and laurel yeah let's just talk about that until the show's over okay because i have stuff to talk about that i really don't we haven't really been able to uh, some other exes showed up and it's yeah great and, there's some and other there's people a guy named jack who has uh violently uh, white hair and blue eyes and blue eyes i mean the guy looks like um you know when like a there, there, there's like an albino like cheetah like you know there's yeah. like or a wolf that's what i was thinking of striking you know like a wolf a white wolf with blue eyes this this man walks into the house and he's like that and that is a uh, daniel's um danny Danny's uh, slash adore slash adores ex and and that's a nice relationship and they're trying to build things and that's like a positive thing that we're like following at the time. The rest of this stuff seems kind of negative. So we got Nicole and we have Laurel. Um, they had a very messy breakup where I guess Nicole really just doesn't know how to stay true to somebody that she's dating. And Nicole is a dog, y'all. Nicole is a fuck boy. Nicole um, is like t- looking Laurel in the eyes on the show and being like, would I ever lie to you? I never cheated on you. And then it's cutting to a confessional and Nicole's like, yeah, I cheated on her. Well, so the thing is apparently like Nicole basically was caught cheating by Laurel and then just kind of never talked to her again or something. It's fuzzy. It's it, it, I don't know if she was technically caught cheating. She was caught doing something Laurel didn't like, but then nothing was ever proven. And then Laurel cut her out. And it's like she's telling Laurel that she didn't cheat on her at all. But then she's getting in the confessional saying that she cheated on her. It's like I, I didn't f- I need someone to map out exactly what happened because there's so many lies and there's so much like you know there's there's so much subterfuge going on did i use that word correctly Uh, you're asking the wrong (laughs) dude there's Uh, deception at hand so okay so laurel shows up as the first ex and nicole does this thing she's already like kind of like like feeling this other woman on the show who Allie Allie who was on like the Naked Brothers band show yeah. like on Nickelodeon and then apparently was one of the single women on Temptation Island. Yep, season 1. Season 1 on USA. And it's like I I actually said she remembers her. I I really don't. Yeah, she looks familiar. Um but like so now she's like a reality show star after being like a kid star and um Good for her. She's a straight woman. But she's feeling Nicole, and I have, you know, I think Nicole likes this vibe. Because Nicole does. This is what happened this with is Laurel. This what happened with Laurel. Somebody who, want, guys... who is, like, feeling something for another woman. She's never done this before. You could tell Nicole kind of gets some juice from that. And I get it. You know what I mean? I kind of get it um, on Nicole's end. I mean, that is sort of an exciting prospect to be you know the person to show somebody else like another world and it's fun not to mention this girl what's her name Allie yeah she's cute you know she's cute as a button and so Nicole's feeling her and like they're flirting 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 they don't know whether or not they're ex on the beach yet all of a sudden Romeo shows up and then Romeo brings in an ex immediately and that ex is Laurel yeah Nicole and Allie Allie's like sitting on Nicole's lap like on a on like uh somewhere like on a mountain peak outside when Nicole sees that Laurel's walking down like the like boardwalk or wherever they're walking, Nicole legitimately and literally pushes Allie off of her and like distances herself like three feet. It was wild. It was crazy. It was crazy the the shove that she gives Allie. Like, yeah. get, oh, get away from me. Like yeah. going from hugging and like and like kind of canoodling to like push shoving somebody away. Yeah. And then that's where we start. I mean, and now Laurel's on the show and I got to say this right now folks. I was wondering, boy, Laurel on X on the beach like what the fuck? She's not on a challenge. Like I've never seen Laurel in a situation where she's not like competing and like in a cutthroat situation. Like what is it going to be like her hanging out, like drinking and like 
doing like other type of reality show stuff, like love reality show stuff. Is it going to be weird? It's weird. Turns out it's just a lot of intense conversations. Dude, I'll be honest, man. She does not seem like she belongs on this show. No, and she immediately, like, once her and Nicole sort of settled, or, or once her and Nicole came to some sort of an agreement, once again, I don't understand fully what is going on, but I know that Laurel's being taken advantage of by Nicole because we saw this behavior on Invasion of the Champs when Nicole was, like, playing Laurel against Kara, and so it's like... This is just feels like a, a line of negative, toxic behavior. But anyway, Laurel, um, Nicole is like in the, I want to call it the truth booth. Whatever the room is where they're doing the interviews. We'll call it okay. the confessional. Nicole's in the confessional making out with Allie after yeah. having just told Laurel that she's like here for their relationship and like Laurel can trust her. And Laurel is just, I don't know, getting along with the other old person in the house, Marlon. Marlon, <laughs> who we didn't even talk about. We didn't get to see so much from him at the very end. We do. But Marlon is a real worlder from real world Portland. That's before they started putting the gimmicks on real worlds. Like this that's back OG real world. Basically old school at this point. It may be actually the last season that they ever did that didn't have like a subtitle. To yeah. It. Like before um, Bad Blood or Skeletons or whatever. the Or Go Big or Go Home or whatever the first one was. So yeah, it was exciting. I saw this guy on the show and I'm like, I recognize this guy like in an intimate way. Yeah. Like, not in a, you know, but like I just know that I spent a lot of time with this person. I just didn't know who it was. And then finally they said his name and I'm like, Marlon, that guy was on Real World. With Jordan. He was on Railroad with Jordan? Uh, yeah, what? Portland, right? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I really don't Jordan remember any season. of his storyline. I do remember a little of Marlon's storyline being like, hey, like, I'm um, I'm a bisexual guy or I'm a pansexual guy, and it's very surprising to me and to, to roommates and anybody I tell. Like, that was kind of his storyline. Yeah. So it made sense why he was on this show. Like, MTV likes to do this like, sort of fluid sexuality on their on a lot of their dating shows, which is great. Because I it love allows, it. It really is. It just opens stuff up so much, like, as far as, like, connections you can make. That's why, like, it's I have so a great feeling for guys, the drama. Like, guys like Callum and Daniel and really like Daniel, like, I kind of feel like they're going to get left in the dust a little bit because, honestly, the queer storylines always trump a lot of these straight storylines it's unfortunate it's just kind of like what we're here for on on these shows good luck daniel getting some sort of storyline that doesn't yeah. make you seem like just sort of a jealous asshole anyway marlon we'll talk about him when we see more of him but let's just finish this up just yeah. talking yes. more about laurel laurel gets drunk in like an all-white party and yeah. you can and her lipstick's a little smudged and she's got like a babushka <laughs> hat on like one of those like kind of like russiany you know, it's you know, like a big furry hat. It's she like just... a big furry hat, like like um like uh who who's um um uh who's that like uh Hachi Machi lady from like the sixties <laughs> from uh from Petticoat Junction? What's um, her name? Raquel Welch. No, no, no. The one who's um, like uh, oh hello. Uh, I don't know. You know, and she's like still alive, and she's like a thousand years old. I don't know. Angela anyway, Lansbury. No, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> Who cares? I'm, we're making ourselves so crazier. I am. I'm making myself. She's so got crazy. on a big hat, a big hat. But like Laurel, like doesn't belong on this show, folks. And and like we love her. I love her so much. I just didn't want to really. See, you know, it's like you catch somebody like in their underpants, kind yeah. of, and you're like, I just didn't want to see that much of you. Like, not that I saw her in her underpants, but like kind of like emotionally, like kind of put out there and it was already kind of strange when like laurel like hooks up with people on like a, a challenge but like that's par for the challenge course like just to know what it, it takes to be on an x on the beach to be exciting and be like a main storyline i'm like in i'm i'm anticipating it in like a negative way yeah. you know what i mean where i'm like oh fuck we're gonna see laurel get burnt she's gonna do something silly like Nicole's gonna hook up with a bunch of people behind her back and she's gonna look I don't like want... an asshole then like she's gonna get drunk and say something dumb and we're gonna I don't be like oh watch are we Laurel still here for played. like you know Laurel is just and like she's gonna get played she also like has a pretty weird track record as far as like how like likable she is so she's like not I... that likable and she's also like she doesn't she she's an incredible challenger. She's an incredible reality star. She might be emotionally stunted. So I'm not interested in exploiting Laurel's emotionally stuntedness, okay? She like spent too much time in like Wyoming or something. Who knows like, what happened it, to Laurel? There's something going on with Laurel that just like 
And also, like, when Laurel's, like, sitting there, and I hate to say this, but when Laurel's sitting there talking to Nicole and being like, I came here for you, and, like, just looking straight at her and the camera's in her face, and, like, sometimes it looks like, like, not every, all, both people aren't behind the driving wheel. Like, I don't want to say she, like, <laughs> what she, are you she's to- got a vacant look to her sometimes, like, yeah. when she's looking at Nicole, like, Nicole, I'm here. She has, like, a weird, like, half smile, like... I don't know. And if Nicole she's... is looking at her like I don't know. Oh shit! She's like, oh shit! I gotta... No, when Nicole is telling her like, would I ever lie to you? Yeah. Like I don't know. For all the ladies or end men out there who have been cheated by a serial cheater, they have a look where they're like, they're it's like the slash. It's like puppy dog eyes slash convincing you look, and you it's just Nicole's like laying it on so thick with her transition lenses and oh, yeah, um... she's transition <laughs> lenses would really bump Ashley out. <laughs> And it's just like, it's hard to watch both of them. So finally, Laurel's having fun. She's dancing around in her white dress and her faux hat, faux fur hat, and her red lipstick her and is smeared. Yeah, her and Marlon are having fun. Nick, you also said that she looked like a drunk mom at one she point. She did. Yeah. You're like, her, her, her li- lipstick's a little smeared. Like every, every, something's going details. on with her. Something's going on with her lipstick. Something needs, somebody needs to help her. She needs maybe like a wider, a, a wider lip. She needs a lip line. Something. She's just, she's just plopping on a lipstick. And so it's kind of bleeding it into bleeds, her face. And it kind of looks like, it kind of looks like the Joker a little bit. Like there's like a little bit of that. And then when she gets w- drunk with Marlon, like Marlon's whole storyline is he kind of flirtatious with everybody. He's kind of shooting a shot no matter what and And of course her and marlon are going to become friends they are both old old school (laughs) mtv people and in their 30s you know because they were on probably shows simultaneously yes and um, they know the same people i wonder if marlon even was on the challenge he probably was I, i don't remember him but so anyway long story short all of a sudden you know marlon has some sort of a love interest in the house that we didn't demi even, demi which we did la demi la which, demi which we didn't really talk about but um this is a trans woman who it, her storyline is she doesn't know whether or not she's going to tell marlon that she's trans yet and, and well, she had a beautiful conversation with georgia outside where she told georgia she was a trans woman right. and georgia was like what there's a lot of wholesome um uh, heartfelt shit that's going on in this show that like i really I'm excited to see sort of, but not really. I kind of just want to see Laurel and Nicole get all crazy. I'm loving that this getting exposure that things are being shown to middle America sure, like this. Sure, sure. Like La Demi telling Georgia that she used to be a man and then Georgia having that such an honest reaction yeah, and hugging cool. her. I mean, that is good for the world to see. And that is why when people tell me reality television is trash, I get up in their face and I tell them they're wrong. Anyway, La Demi was like feeling Marlon. They were flirting the entire two episodes. And then all of a sudden, Marlon's talking to uh, Laurel, and it seems like they're flirting. And they're just both having fun. Nicole and Ledemi go over and confront the both of them, and then Marlon like snaps. Yeah, <laughs> Marlon loses it. But it's also like Nicole's clearly just confronting Laurel because she was just making out with Allie and like feels guilty about yeah. it, and so she's trying to like flip the tape. It was ridiculous. It was a lot of stuff going on, folks. We have to wrap it up here. Sorry, we're a little short, but hey, what are you gonna do? Um, if you can do us a favor, rate us five stars on the Apple podcast app that'd be great also follow us on instagram at reality blows podcast you can follow us on twitter at reality blows pod would you like to email us recommend some television for us to watch we would love that we need your recommendations do that by emailing us at reality blows podcast at gmail.com you can find ashley on twitter at ashley b roberts and you can find me my personal account on instagram at nick maritato that's n-i-c-k-m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o And as always, folks, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you um, for the final part two on Thursday. Bye.